Welcome, Pathfolk, to the Find the Path Ventures actual play of the War for the Crown Adventure Path. Now with drama. And complications. <laughs> now with drama. There's already <laughs> drama, drama before. More hey, drama. look, we've succeeded More. at two of our tasks and then received another, so, you know. <laughs> sure. To be fair that we're trending on getting them done still. If we do two and then get one, we're still on the upswing. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Two steps forward, one step back. It's still one step forward. It's true. Exactly. That's the optimistic looking at two steps forward, one step back. In politics, that is success. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Actually, probably in politics, I mean, that is success. I guess if we're uh. looking at it from that standpoint. <laughs> hey. I mean, we kind of are. We are politicking. You are politicking. In fact, I believe there was a quest called politicking. It, there it literally was a quest. Politicking. Yep. You have yep. won at politics. Yeah. All right, that's the adventure we path. We're done. That's the game. Crack <laughs> it in, everybody. Wow. All right. Episode six, Politics I guess. Were easy. That was a short adventure path. <laughs> Little did you know, each one of these missions was an entire Pathfinder book. <laughs> Whoa. That's why they took so many roles. So many details. It was just 60 pages of backstory for these characters that I couldn't work in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Welcome to Pathfinder. <laughs> oh my gosh. Seriously. It's all set here. No, uh, when last we left our heroes, the the party had still been exploring the, uh, I keep using the term exploring, I keep actually falling back on my catchphrases, like when last we left our heroes and the party was exploring. Uh, it's really when last we left our uh Noble Friendly Scions. neighborhood noble nobles. Scions. Yeah, friendly <laughs> neighborhood nobles. Uh, <laughs> They were uh, making their way through the hallowed halls of the Taldane Senate to uh, try to accomplish various missions and tasks on behalf of the Lady Martella Lothied. Well, and who in turn is uh, working for Eutropia. Yes. Most ominously, you got a warning. Felix got a warning from her uncle. Yeah, I remember this this guy sounds real fun. Well, yeah, Felix uh, received a warning from her. uh, Felix Zespire received a warning from Count uh, Orlundu Zespire. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I'm also not 100% certain. Maybe Ross or Heather would remember this. Orlando, was that Sid's name in um, oh. Final Fantasy Tactics? Was it Orlando? I think so. Uh, I could have sworn. Anyway, Thunder God Sid. That Count Sidolphus Orlando something something. something. Yeah, the and I remember that because he's a raid boss in Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, and he says that when you approach him. Oh, he's <laughs> well, still relevant. Yeah, Orlando. You're right. Uh, Count Sid Orlando, the holy swordsman or sword saint, also known as Thunder God Sid. Thunder God Sid. Thunder God Sid is the yes. boss fight. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Final Fantasy Tactics. Arguably it's one of the best Final Fantasy game. Fantastic. It also has a lot of political angles to it, too. It interestingly does. enough, the War of the, the Lions version, really good. Who would know? Yeah. But anyway, Felix had found out from her uh, uncle who had basically asked her to go and speak to uh, one uh, Lord Amadorian. Amadorian, also a really good name. Amadorian's there are a, lot of really a cool good names name. In this one. But I think it's Du or Do, not, not Duo. Yeah. Because um, it's D O U, not D U O. I would say Do. Do. Probably I think Dew is probably I think we've correct. been calling him Dew. I think I called I've him Dew at the beginning, Dew. and then I think we subsequently called him Dew. Yeah. But I uh, had to ask you to go and uh, deliver a letter to uh, Lord Amadorian Dew. In the meantime, Verity had finished uh, her debate finally with the Baron uh, Nicholas O'Kara, convincing <laughs> him to uh, fully back Primogenture despite his, or fully back the repeal of Primogenture despite his concerns about the instability that may cause to the Taldane state. Mm-hmm. 
Cornelia had uh, finally left the Senate floor after making rather uh, a good name for himself, uh, as well mm-hmm. as benefiting the entire party by expanding the uh, the use of the knowledge and nobility skill. Thank God, because... Which, yeah, then when we went to the Senate gallery, that paid off in space. Those <laughs> kids who don't like singing. <laughs> With their oddly specific skills that they want to They're see. Like, we're too old for this. Yeah, and in the meantime, uh, Gwen had made the made her way out from the uh, Arcade of Triumphs across the Senate courtyard up to the Senate gallery and found that the children there do not appro- appreciate opera. Uh, so unfortunately, <laughs> she was forced to just talk to I some mean, parents about nobility sing stuff. Other songs. I wasn't gonna like launch into opera, but <laughs> dang. Or you just update the opera so it's just like the opera scene from The Fifth Element. <laughs> oh, <there laughs> you nice. Go. You got to put a little dance moves into yeah, it. Yeah, right? dance in there too. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Oliver Darahan had gone and spoken with the High Strategos Maxilar Pytherius and had a, a brief conversation with him about their mutual love of swimming uh, yeah. and other very manly things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yes. I don't like him, but I do like it's weird because, of course, I, I don't actually agree with him at all, but I do respect him as an adversary, I suppose. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he's at least like one of the more forthright people who will just tell you how he feels and doesn't that's dance true. around it. So that's, you know, true. refreshing. Well, there's a mutual respect there yeah. because he also just acknowledges you don't share the same views that I do. And that's fine. Let's talk about something else. I know. That's mm. why yep. I'm a little scared to go talk to him. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, though. We do have some bonuses for you. Yes. Sure. Thankfully. At the end of the last session, though, you had all met up with a quick uh, check in with Martella, mm-hmm. your uh, your spy mistress. Good mm-hmm. to see from her again. Yeah, who had given you a heads up that uh, she believed that... Malphine Trent. Yes. Mm-hmm. That... Yep. <laughs> Dane Malphine Trent, uh, the daughter of the... Uh, I believe she used the phrase odious Senator Trent. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I, think she, I think she basically said all the bad things that can be said about somebody. She a uh, bully. Oh, and they're a bully, too. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, but that uh, Dame Trant was here and that she believes that uh, Dame Trant probably plans on using literal strong arm tactics to force uh, some of the junior senators to switch their votes over. I do like so the idea of Verity it. going toe to toe with her. I do, mm-hmm. too. But hopefully she will not. We will not have to actually duel. Oh, I was hopefully thinking more of just... like a verbal spar. Yes. Yes. Precisely. So, yes, we'd left. Uh, that's where we would left things off. And also just because I didn't do this at the. Uh, uh, beginning of the last episode, and I know we're still fairly early on in War for the Crown. Uh, I am again your host and Game Master, Rick Sandage. I am joined by uh, Jessica Jenkins, Jordan Jenkins, Heather Allen, Rachel Sandage, and Ross Scoggin. Yo. That's us. Yep. Who yep. are playing, uh, respectively, Baroness Verity Corsina, Baron Cornelius Marisette, Viscountess Quinhavar Kastner, Countess Felix Zespire, and Count Oliver Darahan. It's starting to rattle off now. It's easy. Yeah, we're getting used to the names now. We're getting used to the names and everything, because they are very long names. As a fun cheat, because everyone always comments, they're like, man, you know, you guys really have down this this rotation, all the rest of that stuff. Uh, it works really well if you actually put everyone in a standard rotation. So it is always Jessica, <laughs> Jordan, Heather, Rachel, Ross. It, yep. it helps that that was generally how we sat at the table yes. whenever we were recording in person. So we've just kept well, that up in the digital Well, and even on the world. games that weren't, this is just how we sat down. And I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> As a rule, humans look for patterns. We were very good at that. That's true. So speaking of patterns, the, the pattern. uh, we'd gotten to the next 15 minute segment of uh, your continued evening as we have entered into uh, the 7.15. 7. Mm-hmm. Counting down to midnight. At 10 o'clock. To 10 o'clock. Technically yes, counting midnight. down to 10 o'clock, but yes. <laughs> no, midnight's much scarier. Let's do that. Midnight, yep. Then nuclear war breaks out. It's like, no. That's true. <laughs> Why? 
so suppose to start things back off, we will begin again, as we so often do in the uh, Arcade of Triumphs. Verity, Felix, you make your way to the Arcade of Triumphs, uh, as well as Oliver, um, who mm-hmm. leads you down there, since Oliver is going to do the introductions, basically, to give you guys the plus two bonus. Yep. Indeed. Like passing the baton. We're switching for opponents that we're uh, better suited for. They were yep. also there. <laughs> Arriving the in the uh, the Arcade of Triumphs, again, this large, uh, beautiful area filled with banners that hang down in blues and greens over the surrounding walls. The ceilings overhead being painted in beautiful murals depicting the great events in the history of Taldor, wars that have been fought, great heroes of ages past, every available wall space covered with a display or a uh, weapon or armor rack, uh, displaying various historical artifacts of this nation's storied thousands of years history. Entering in, you can see uh, the High Strategos is standing off towards the side, near one of the numerous tables that are set like elbow high, like cocktail tables. Hmm. Currently in the process of uh, finishing some sort of story that he seems to be only half interested in telling to uh, his hanger-ons here, which Hmm. seem to be various people probably very interested in gaining his uh, approval and laughing riotously at what you can only assume was a dry comet mm-hmm. judging by the look that he gives all of, of all of them you can tell that there is very little love for any of these uh these hanger on circling like vultures around him yep Sick like, that's the thing is that if it weren't for the fact that he's a scumbag i would actually kind of like the guy i mean you can at least re- oliver can at least respect him on the you know military mm. side of things right yeah well, that's the thing is, you know, you can respect his his strength and, you know, even some degree his convictions, but not agree with what his convictions are for. That's true. The High Strategos glances over as uh, the three of you approach, uh, gives a nod to Oliver, looks mm-hmm. curiously over to uh, the other two with you, places his uh, wine glass that has been barely touched on the table. You returned, Darian. I do. And um, brought a couple of my friends with me. You may remember... Uh, Verity of House Corsina and Felix of House Zespire. We were all there that summer, and when I mentioned that uh, I ran into you here, they were eager to see you again. Mm. It's been a long time. It has. Just go along with it. I know you're not necessarily eager, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. The High Strategos nods, steps forward, uh, kisses your knuckles if you permit him. Sure. I have other matters I must attend to, but... um, they, like I said, they wanted to say their hellos, and uh, I'll make my way to my next task. Of course, I've grown tired of war stories, and I understand that your province has had a great number of difficulties in recent years. And of course, Sienas, I'm of course quite familiar with, and your accomplishments in Taldor's north, particularly with uh, Casomir. I have not toured the naval yards there this year, but I always find your county... Beautiful, if not struggling. Mm. Well, hopefully we can make progress against those those struggles. I'd be quite interested in doing so as well. I've been pushing for the Senate to repair the roads and canals in Central Taldor for years. The response time for our military and any incursion deep into our country would be greatly delayed by the lack of usable roads or byways. Infrastructure. How did he know that, you, that it's infrastructure week? <laughs> he got the brief, too. I believe we've made very similar arguments, um, specifically around repairing the canals and dealing with the pirates that often plague them. Indeed. Absolutely. 
Mrs. Espire, I've had uh, numerous opportunities to work with your uncle. Yes, I just got to speak with him. While your uncle and I do not necessarily agree on all points, we both firmly agree that banditry should not be allowed to continue within Taldor's borders. And if I had the choice, he glances, but doesn't look directly in the direction of uh, Earl Varnasant. There would be much stricter penalties for individuals engaging in something that I would view as borderline dereliction or treason. Hmm. Barnasad's like, I am like related God. to Arnasad. We're I'm just like, okay, I like suddenly really like him. this him. He's guy. Like the, Seriously, this <laughs> guy's... <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Oh, I know that's getting dang. cut, but it makes me sad. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to this because I'm like, yes, let's do it right now. Let's go get him. I think some people are unaware of exactly how their actions, well, what their actions consequences are and exactly how far it extends. Like, yes, the canals, but then you go inland and it's just a domino effect of problems that stem from one area. You're absolutely correct. It has been a problem that has plagued our nation for years. And I, for one, find his, uh, I, for one, find certain individuals' inclination towards claiming great history and military campaigns to be somewhat distasteful if they themselves have never had to sleep in the mud on campaign. Hmm. Will you please join me? Sure, of course. I suppose uh, you make your way over after having made your introductions there. Um, so and we're I both believe... just like infrastructure, friend. I Heck I yeah. <laughs> we actually agree on something. Maybe not the reasoning behind it, but. The canals yeah. really matter, okay? Well, again, it's the idea of I don't agree with you on the pill or not repealing primogeniture, but there well, actually are, you know, common grounds. Yeah, and I'm sitting here like there's somebody embezzling, but I'm not going to bring it up to you yet because I don't know what to do with that information at this point. <laughs> we need proof. Mm. Could it be Varnasant? It could be Varnasant. <laughs> by how much corrupt crap he's involved in, apparently. That's one of those little seeds that I'm sure will bloom later. It does keep circling to him, right? Well, and you guys do know that uh, Earl Varnasant was mm -hmm. the right hand of Grand Duke for Athbos Bailey, the former uh, head of the Tandax ah. Prefecture, and Felix's husband's father. So Felix's uh, father-in-law. How did you marry into that family? Well, they were fine beforehand. <laughs> they were never fine. The Corsinas ate them. They took our dukedom. Not really, but we wanted it. But we wanted it. <laughs> and therefore it's ours. You can't control who you fall in love with. <laughs> but it's also like the third born son of that family might have been fine, even if his dad was embezzling yeah, and doing it's all fine. this terrible stuff. Yeah, I'm he sure went he's along lovely. with all my plans to do charity works and whatnot. So <laughs> my husband's That's cool. That's because you're cute. Yep. He's a good boy. <laughs> so yeah, real quick getting into the mechanics here. So I believe uh, Verity is wanting to keep an eye on Dame Trant, who is also I am here. watching her and letting Felix do any talking mostly that needs to be talked. I'm like, have you heard about the Vernissant rumor going around? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> keep spreading it. <laughs> this may not be the guy to have that conversation with. Felix wants to follow, uh, stay on mission, basically, with the, basically, be your spying here. So to do this with High Strategos uh, Maxilar Pytheris, you will need to uh, first off make a disguise or stealth check. Uh, Verity can aid another, and then Felix can uh, roll on whichever skill uh, Felix is choosing to use. I'm going to do that classic one-y thing of taking 10, because I can't fail it. Yeah, you're not So threatened. I aid you. Nice. It, do I get a different outcome depending on which one I use like disguise or stealth because it's the exact same no. bonus 
No, it's, it's the whichever it's one either you of those choices. Oh, I mean, if I take ten, I think I get a sixteen. That's I mean, not bad. It's not bad, it. but it's also he's probably pretty perceptive. Yeah, let's let's see what we. I'm so scared. There's no penalty for failing other than you don't succeed. Okay, I mean, uh, you got I one better. rolled one better than if I took ten. <laughs> I rolled an eleven, hey, which gets go. me a seventeen. So, Verity, you kind of keep the high strategos' attention, um, especially because you can kind of talk about, like, the infrastructure as well as the naval shipyard and all the rest of that. Um, Felix can even jump in there once or twice, probably surprising um, Verity a bit because Felix seems to know a surprising amount about Casimir's uh, shipyard. Okay, we got to talk later. Another mental note to talk to Felix later. And uh, so in the meantime, Felix, uh, you have succeeded. For the most part, you're letting Verity take point. And the conversation, and then you're oh, jumping yes, in no, with self. commentary when necessary. Basically, like watching for unusual behavior, listening for snippets of conversation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like if somebody approaches real quick and says something or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So following this, the, that is successful, which means that you may Yay. choose to make a perception or sense motive. The one thing that I'll point out with the perception or sense motive is um, uh, success by five or more will grant you additional mm. success on this. I'm going to recommend sense motive because my perception's garbage and taking 10 doesn't work, so I'd have to roll it. <laughs> mm. But it's up to you. I think sense motive is better for her anyway. Yeah, my sense motive is a plus eight. Great. Then I take 10 and I help. Okay. And you get an additional yes. plus two, right? Still from that? Or is it? Correct. Okay. I mean, I could take 10 on that one for sure and get a 22. That's pretty dang good. I think That's I'll good. just take yeah. 10. Why'd you <laughs> And when you take 10, it rolls the 10. Oh, <laughs> does it? Oh, that's funny. That's interesting. That's pretty cute. Oh, it does say that it's a take 10 roll. Weird. So, yeah, you chat with him for a short while, um, just trying to, like, fill out his position on uh, you know, everything going on in the Senate this evening. Again, while he is not exactly interested in talking about the uh, the repeal or the placement of uh, Primogenture, it's odd because he seems very, you don't know if it's just a constant confidence or if he is confident that, Utropia doesn't have the votes. Mm. You have succeeded on spying on High Strategos Maxilar Partherius without being observed. Hey. Uh, and unlocked the next uh, <gasps> mission here, okay. which is continue to spy on High Strategos <laughs> Maxilar Partherius without being observed. <laughs> All right. Huzzah. Well, okay then. Still, that worked no out objective. pretty well to start with. So Yeah, we'll yeah. just keep doing this. Well, unless I have to leave. Yeah. Sure. No, I think uh, I think this is good. Y'all y'all stick to him for now. If at all possible. Yeah. We're trying to prove we're not the, you know, weird little kids that he met all those years ago. Yeah, he's actually growing cool. hey, people. Verity, like, succeeded on the horse charge and everything yeah. in front of it. Yeah. yeah. I did a good job at jousting. It's true. <laughs> I don't think I participated in that. No, no you The didn't. joust, no. I'm also curious about the servant area. So at some point, I do want to poke over there. Yeah. Yeah, me too. But I'm not now, obviously. But in the meantime... Oliver, you make your way back from the Arcade of Triumphs. You cross back through the Senate Courtyard, uh, where you can see a, uh, a spirited exchange of ideas going on between uh, Lady Gloriana Marilla and the uh, Marquess uh, Cholette de Champ, carrying out a rather interesting conversation. Off towards the side, you can see uh, Princess Utropia sitting with a uh, younger child, probably of one of the nearby senators, which is standing nearby, like beaming as the princess is talking to the child. Um, and they're feeding a small gathering of uh, peacocks, mm. seeds out of their hand. Fancy. Making your way into the Senate building proper. What I wouldn't give to be a part of that right now. That sounds <laughs> no. much more interesting. I wish I was those peacocks. 
Wow. All right. Wow. You make your way into the Senate building, past the Senate floor, uh, over into the Imperial Archives. I imagine quickly introduce yourself to uh, Count Zespire. Yeah. Just you know, like, hey, Verity's busy. Or, sorry, uh, Felix is busy, so I'm here to take the water. Yeah. yeah. The man seems, you know, the man notes that, notes your uh, your signet ring, as well as your badge being identical to the one that Felix was wearing. And so mm-hmm. uh, provides you with a, a note that is sealed, although it is not stamped. Mm-hmm. Uh, just sealed okay. with wax. Right. Yes, if you'll take this to the uh, young lord, uh, Amadorian do. He should be in the Senate gallery. Head over promptly. Thank you. And then Making I head over promptly. From there. Yep. <laughs> um, to do so. Oh, oh boy. Uh-oh. Now we're getting into things. <laughs> Acrobatics check to not make a fool of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so to do so in a timely manner mm-hmm. uh, is either an escape artist check. <laughs> oh, boy. Or Whoa. a straight up CMD. Uh, or CMB Ooh. check. <laughs> Uh, more or less, okay. just kind of duck and weave your way because, again, most people have come inside now, and the uh, the Senate is getting rather packed. So, taking this into make your way uh, over to the uh, Senate uh, gallery. Well, I think uh, CMB is going to be better here, so I guess I will literally push my way through people. <laughs> well, CMB is uh, also like you know avoiding things, so mm-hmm. I don't do super great. I rolled a seven for a ten. You're yeah. too polite. Uh, so mechanically, how this works. Uh, that mm-hmm. is a failure. All right. uh, however, you do still get there. It's just, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you're now cutting into your next time period's oh, time. God. Um, so that is going to cause right. a minus two penalty on the next task that you're attempting to do because you're basically, it took you the rest of the 15 minutes to get over there, um, mm-hmm. getting through the Senate floor. You've been doing a lot of getting around. Alrighty, fair but enough. You jog up the stairs. You're making pretty good time until you got up here and then there's just children everywhere. Ah, yeah. <laughs> just get out of the... Little child, I don't want to grab it onto your legs, and you're having to like stomp through them. I'm not the entertainment tonight. Uh, <laughs> I maybe later. About, oh, no, I don't I have a time. I don't yeah. want to knock the children. Let me guide them out of the way. But some kid jumps on your back, and it's like I demand a piggyback ride. And then some other parents like, it's like, no, don't jump on the count, and then pulls you on the child. <laughs> And then you have to listen to them profusely apologize to you, and then yes. they insist on giving you a drink, and now you're no, it's five all right. minutes it's late. Just, I don't, <laughs> come on! <laughs> Stupid propriety. Would you care for some wine? Oh, no, it's some whiskey dry. Yeah. <laughs> you eventually make your way over to uh, Amadorian Duas. The man in question is a... Again, junior senator is probably an accurate term for him as he looks to be probably no more than in his uh, late 20s, early 30s. He's a child. Um, he has to kind of disengage himself as the uh, the older woman with her much younger daughter that you met in line yeah. earlier was in the process of trying to uh, oh my introduce God. the two of them and get oh the ball Lord. rolling on oh that side. Oh my like, please God. Don't. <laughs> bird and hair lady. Yes, yes. bird and hair oh lady. God. The bird is panicking Jeez. nonstop, pooping everywhere. Well, it's very oh, loud gosh. in here. Someone drunk that bird. <laughs> <laughs> that poor How bird. Unseemly. Just feel bad for it. Beautiful plumage, the though. Some wine. <laughs> this uh, this Lord Amadorian do initially like seems initially just kind of like the oh, okay, like you know, I'll kind of get to you as he's carrying on a conversation here. And when you introduce yourself and and drop the count, he immediately kind of pivots around. Okay. 
to give you his full attention. <laughs> the man is about five and a half feet tall with short, uh, dark, curly hair. A five o'clock shadow, except for it is obviously a very intentionally kept five o'clock shadow uh, uh, as far okay. as his, uh, his well-trimmed manicured beard. And his clothing is impeccable in the soft, uh, almost but not quite dove gray. Hmm. Uh, Count Darahan, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Lord Dew, it is, it is wonderful to meet you as well. Uh, uh, Amadorian is fine. Or Dorian, actually. Many, many simply call me Dorian. Dorian it is, then. Of course, of course. Ah, so uh, I imagine you've been enjoying your evening here? Well enough. First time to the Senate building? Yes. Um, ah. I don't generally make it a habit of being someplace like this all the time, but it is an interesting occasion. Oh, very good, very good. Uh, how, how could it be of assistance to you? I don't think that there's been a Darian a in the, uh, the Senate in the better part of uh, 50 years, to my knowledge. Uh, too busy holding the line, as it were. Very, very oh courageous. Oh, my God. Oh God wow. Guy. That is <sighs> yes, well, sucking um, up hard. We find that our skills tend to be less toward the administration of things and more toward confronting problems head on. And with that in mind, I do have uh, a missive directly for you, actually. Oh, oh really? Yes. Oh. I hand him the letter. He takes it. He kind of furrows his brow, cracks his open. You know, you can see that his his placid features um, take on a a little bit of a hardened cast as he looks oh. this over. Hmm. Really should have asked what's in this letter. <laughs> no. Yeah, probably. Technically not our business, but he just swings and hits you in the face. Oh God! <laughs> it's like. Shit. <laughs> And then Gwen starts singing her raging song, and <laughs> everybody's mad. And, you know. and a giant brawl bakes, breaks out in the Senate gallery. There's children we being unleash children. We unleashed the children. <laughs> oh, no. Unleash the children. We have ruined the party for all. <laughs> the rest of us pretend not to know you. <laughs> I, uh, well, that's fair. I see. Uh, this is uh, from uh, from Senator Thespire. That is correct. Senator? Uh, yeah, my uncle. Yeah, he's a senator. Count Zespire is a senator also. Oh, yeah. okay. My uncle. Yeah. Oh, All good. Um, of course, of course. Uh, <laughs> I greatly appreciate this. Uh, he takes the letter, uh, begins to shred it into small pieces, <laughs> and stuff it <laughs> into his pockets. Oh, is he going to put it in his mouth and just eat it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> How bad was this letter? Oh, my gosh. I'll, uh, <laughs> uh, no, no need to, to carry my response. Uh, he, he made himself very clear. I appreciate your time. Oh, you scared him. Unintentional intimidate I, check? I have no idea what I've done, but I've done it. So. Yes, that's fired the. Uh, Oliver, you, I, you step away um, as you begin to head back towards like kind of the center of the gallery, maybe looking over the side down onto the Senate floor, thinking about you know where your skills can be put best to use next. Mm. You feel someone slide up beside you <laughs> as Martella just kind of hooks her arm in yours and continues in a very like we're having a polite private conversation sort of way. Lady Lathid. Lord Darhan, I see that you are successful. It would appear so, though I don't know what it is I've just set in motion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious. Wheels and cogs and gears. I suppose it's best to leave it to you then. Yes, uh, thank you, of course, for your assistance there. And uh, if you are one of the others, she pulls out a rolled up piece of paper. I uh, could deliver this as well. <laughs> Judging by his reaction, I'm assuming that he is amiable to our requests. He 
He seemed to get the message, as it were. <laughs> oh my. She was. smiles, pat your arm. What's the message? Uh, if you can take this to uh, Lady Marilla, I believe she's in the courtyard. Oh. I'll do it promptly. I need to make certain that she has some information that I need, and she'll probably need a missive run back to the archives. So right. I hate to detract from your other tests. And of course, while these are useful, if you find others in need, I would focus on those first. But if you could provide this to Lady Marilla before the Grand Prince's arrival. When does he get here? Nine? Right. 830. 830, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so soon. I may find a way to stop by there soon. We'll see. She smiles, uh, makes a point to make an overly uh, loud laugh. To, uh, You're so yeah. funny, Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been called funny in my life without it following up with looking, but sure. But she, <laughs> yep, she turns, uh, places her hand, her hand on yours in a thank you sort of manner as you feel her slip. One, she's already handed over the note, but she slips something else mm. into your palm mm. in case it's necessary. Good evening, Lord Darahan. Good evening, Lady Lothied. Oliver bows with a you know, courtly gesture toward her. And then I guess takes a quick glance at what's in his hand. Uh, you appear to be holding a strange clockwork cricket. Oh, you oh. got the cricket. For having private conversations. Oh, you're about to Good do to some uh, talking that doesn't need to be heard. Sounds like it. Uh, yes, you have received a brass chatterbox. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. The brass chatterbox is a uh, an elegant clockwork cricket molded uh, from brass and uh, dark wood uh, with a key uh, stuck into its back. Hmm. So if you need to make some noise. Uh, this <laughs> one appears to be a smaller version of the larger one that Lady Martella was using. Um, a little bit hmm. easier to hide on your person. Fortunately, Lady Lothied has a purse. But this <laughs> can easily be fit in your pocket. It has it, no actual yeah. weight. It's negligible. Uh, it can okay. be wound as a full round action, uh, mm-hmm. at which point the clockwork cricket will begin to chirp. Uh, it will do so for two minutes. Uh, it is generally too subtle to be noticed. The noise obscures speech and similar sounds nearby. Basically, any speakers within five feet of the brass chatterbox can hear one another without difficulty, but anyone beyond the space takes a minus five penalty on perception checks to overhear details of a conversation. Uh, if attached to a door, the brass chatterbox instead imposes the penalty on perception checks to hear noises through a door. Huh. This is not just conversation, but even something like combat. Interesting. We've got some protection. All right, good to know. Yeah. Panning away from Oliver, uh, we have Gwen and uh Cornelius. So uh Gwen, I believe you were influencing the Senate Gallery? Yes, with my knowledge and ability, because these children don't appreciate anything. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I figure you start singing something and they're like, that's old news. <laughs> these children are Philistines. <laughs> yeah, Gwen's over these kids, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. No. Oh, no. I failed. I rolled a one. <laughs> oh, no. That almost never happens. I know. Yeah. Well, it's digitals. Yeah. Oof. So, unfortunately, um, I imagine the problem, again, is not with you. Uh, the problem is you you start walking around, uh, start carrying on a conversation with, with some of the, like, children that are approaching the age of being actually, like, down on the Senate floor. Uh, the ones that are pretending at, like, being nobles, basically. Well, they are nobles, but pretending, like, being adults. Uh, go and have a conversation, at which point uh, it's suddenly interrupted as, I guess, a couple parents have sort of spread the words and one or two of them comes over that quickly shoo their child away. It's like, don't talk to the casters, <gasps> sort of way. <laughs> Oof. Oof. As you just look angrily in their direction. <laughs> mm. 
Jordan, do a really good roll and yeah. figure out what this lady is. <laughs> uh, let's let's hope I can pull it out. Let's see here. All right. So in the meantime, uh, Cornelius is over there talking with uh, Countess Arabella Pace, uh, which you've determined you can use appraise, diplomacy, or intimidate if you're wanting to influence her. I will definitely be using appraise to compliment her fine jewelry. Boo. Approaching the, the Countess. The Countess is a woman probably in her uh, late 30s. She is uh, garbed in ridiculously gauche uh, noble clothing and fine jewelry, three rings covering each of her fingers uh, and extraordinarily expensive uh, pearls wrapped through her hair, holding it up into a complex bun above her head, uh, allowing it to fall down across her shoulders on the uh, the sides, giving you a look with uh, these what look to be probably solid gold framed pince-nez on her nose, connected with a chain that goes back behind her ear. Her face has an expression that you can only describe as practiced. Mm. It is a smile that seems to almost never quite falter. Um, although when it does, it seems to drop into her base expression being a somewhat sneer. Uh, anytime that she seems to be losing either control of a conversation or central focus of a conversation. Oh, God, she's one of those. OK, the woman turns as you approach, glances you over. I'm jeweled out, too. So, hey, oh. <laughs> Bejeweled Bidette reaches, you know, extends her hand towards you so that you may take her hand. I will do so, give it the uh, the whole kiss thing that everybody else has been doing, which I guess I've learned in etiquette. Yep. I'm sure you have. You both uh, probably, as is the common practice with this, uh, you both immediately, as she extends her hand and as you extend your hand to take it, take glances down at your respective signet rings. She seems to succeed at her own knowledge nobility check as she inclines her head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lord Maris. Ah, these guys are fancy. Countess Pace. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. I had to come over and compliment you on your selection of jewelry tonight. Oh, well, thank you. That is very kind of you, Lord Mariset. And I, I, I recognize your house symbol, but... Yes, I am uh, Cornelius of House Mariset. Cornelius, Cornelius. Are you the Cornelius that is, uh, what is it, third in command of the uh, Imperial Arcanist Guild? No, my lady, I appear, I think you are mistaken. I'm more of an academic in the magical sciences. Oh, I see, I see. Um, but you have connections with the Imperial Arcanist Guild. My family does, but uh, I do not directly. That's oh. probably not what she wanted to hear. That's 100% yeah, you not said what she wanted to hear. Does. Her smile falters for a second, but she simply nods. My bluff is a zero. <laughs> Your family does, it's not a lie. Or a two, but yeah. So what are you doing here this evening? Oh, I had to come down for such a historic vote down to Opara. Of course, of course. And I was invited by an old friend of mine to uh, meet up uh, and decided that it would be nice to come down and see everyone. It is quite the historic night, after all. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Very, very, very historic. Um, where do you stand on the debate? Oh, it matters very little, of course. I don't have uh, much of a mind for politics you see, uh, but I, see. I don't see any problem with repealing primogeniture. Oh, absolutely my, not. <laughs> my elder sister, uh, Antonia, is far more interested in the day-to-day -day runnings of uh, the family businesses and such. And uh, Really? Honestly, is she here with you? Uh, <laughs> no. Unfortunately, she uh, was not able to attend. Uh, I see, I see, I see. I love she seems to be God, what? I don't she know. She may just be agreeing because he's saying it. Yeah, no, she's being wishy-washy with it. 
Can yeah. you sense motive her? No, this is not how no, no, this I don't is the, sense motive her. You can use a praise, I think, and that's why he was. Yeah, so that's why I was complimenting her jewelry and everything. Uh, but you can, of course, uh, start chatting with her. She is more than eager to carry on a conversation, although she does seem to keep. It doesn't even necessarily a require a sense motive check. She seems to keep fishing for how you might actually be useful. Um, and realizing that you don't have like any sort of political power or influence. Nope. The, the most I could do is some enchanting on her jewelry. But yeah. you know. during during the conversation and you maybe during the conversation, you let drop the uh, the rumor pertaining towards uh, um, Earl Var- Varnasant. Oh, Earl Varnasant. Yeah. At which point you do discover another side of her, which is the fact that she is a ridiculous gossip. Yeah. Uh, she immediately that clings to that. <laughs> But yes, you may make an appraise, a diplomacy, or an intimidate check to uh, to impress her if you so wish. All right, let's do uh, let's do an appraise check here. All right, Ooh, I roll a right. ten for an eighteen. Not bad, not bad. Not bad. Eighteen is a success. Uh, it does nice. grant you uh, one success. Uh, it's not enough to uh, really give you a concrete idea. Again, you quickly notice names. Well, and you do quickly notice that she tends to ask a lot of questions of you. And almost any time that you have a statement on a stance on something, she immediately agrees. God. You got to ask her the questions. Yeah, she's uh, she's very much a backstabber. (laughs) And again, you're very much trying to fill like fill out like where does she actually would have to pick one of the harder harder nuts to crack as far as. Well, that's why I failed talking to her. She very much adheres to the school of uh, talk less, smile more. Ah, yes. Mm. Oof. But with enough successes, you'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just wearing her down right now. Yep. So yeah, that brings us to the uh, the seven the seven thirty as the uh, the bell rings for seven thirty. Only thing for a quick update here is uh, Verity. You notice that uh, Dame Trant leaves the Arcade of Triumphs. All right, where's um, she going? And has made herself or made her way into the Senate courtyard. I'm following her into the Senate courtyard. Right. Uh, what do you plan on doing in the Senate courtyard? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna influence the Senate courtyard. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nice, nice. So you, you just, make your way yeah, out there. You're still keeping an eye on her. So uh, keep mm-hmm. in mind that you are taking a minus two penalty because you're keeping an eye on her. Yes, yes. Cornelius. Uh, I'll keep uh, keep chatting with uh, Countess Pace. All right. As distasteful as it is to talk to somebody like that. Yeah, you keep an eye mm-hmm. on this. By this point, the sun is set fully. Nighttime mm-hmm. settled in as... Verity, as you make your way out into the uh, the Senate courtyard, there's all of these lights that line the side of the, these magical uh, fairy lights that dance along the side of the Senate courtyard. Uh, so the nice. air begins to fill with the soft chirping sound of insects that remind you of a uh, brass cricket that you were hearing earlier on in the mm. evening. As you make your way out, uh, nearby a couple of children, you know, are getting dangerously close, although the both the serving staff as well as their parents keep pulling them away from the uh, massive lion that <laughs> the massive male lion that lazily sits nearby. The yeah. one that Bernasant <laughs> claimed that he trained to let him ride it. Ugh, yeah, boy. Right. That guy. <laughs> I'll believe it when I see it. Pixar didn't happen. <laughs> Why don't you get on the lion? Ride it around. Prove yourself. That's what Gwen should have told him. OK, well, then you go ride the lion around. All right. Uh, Heather, what are you up to? All right. Well, these kids are annoying. Um, so Gwen <laughs> abandons the plan. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the Imperial awesome. Archives and see if I can make any headway with Sensimus with my. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Not bad. So Gwen makes her way to the archive, and Rachel, what is Felix up to? Uh, I'm going to continue chatting up the Stratigos. <laughs> well, right. really. Kind of on your own now. Uh, I know. I've been left. 
You had to follow this mm. mean bully lady. I know. I have, I'm of two minds because I am taking a penalty this round because I wasn't able to push my way through the children earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah. No. That's what you I get for being too nice, man. I'm not a horse. Well, you uh, have eight or whatever. So as it stands right now, um, the party has not attempted to influence the servant area or the Imperial Archives uh, or the Senate Courtyard, although Verity is mm. planning on doing that this round. Yeah. There's three things that I was thinking of doing. So mm -hmm. first, I can just go on ahead and deliver the letter to Lady Marilla um, yeah. because sure. that probably won't require a check and mm -hmm. it won't matter that uh, I'm Technically, it will require another escape artist or combat maneuver oh. check to, Curses. to All fight right. your way back down there. Uh, the other option is I could go back and try to influence the High Strategos again to give Verity a bit more of a bonus. Um, uh, Felix, but yes. It's Felix. Felix, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. Okay. Felix a bit more of a bonus. Uh, the other one is I can just try to influence one of the other areas and see if we can't. I'm really curious about the servants area. Like there's got to be something there, right? Like that's the feeling. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would maybe say deliver the letter only because that's the only thing that is technically on a slight timeline because you have to deliver mm. it before the prince arrives. True. But we have an hour till that happens in theory. Yes, but you never know what will happen. <laughs> mm. Yep, I true. So. There could be an assassination right, attempt and... tonight. Who knows? I'll go in and deliver the letter then. Okay. The cute little jester is really a red mantis assassin. Well, no, she couldn't be a red mantis assassin. He's a, a leader. He's a legitimate. She can't kill him. Yeah. yeah. She could kill somebody else. <laughs> no. I mean, technically, a red mantis assassin could murder Princess Utropia. Yeah. She's not an actual leader of the country yet. <laughs> yep. They just couldn't mm -hmm. murder the Grand Prince. No, oh, it's all of our hair. It's the Kadirans, remember? It's yes. true. It's the Kadirans. They're here with their assassination plan. <laughs> or kidnap plan, actually, I think it was. Mm. Mm. So Oliver is going to make his way to the Senate courtyard. All right. Yep. So uh, we'll start with Felix uh, over in the Arcade of Triumphs uh, as you're chatting up the uh, the high strategos. So you will need to start with making either a stealth or a disguise check to uh, disguise your intentions as you spy on the high strategos. I'll go stealth again. I'm going to roll it this time because yeah, I only get a 14. a 14. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, not bad. I rolled a 13 for a 17. Yeah, nice. Right, so you don't arise, arouse his suspicion. Excellent. Yeah, you just gotta sense them motives. I mean, I could take 10 on that one and I get a 20. That does sound pretty good, I'd, to be I honest. I would go ahead and do that, I, yeah. I, I'm gonna play it a little safe. So Safe's we'll go good. ahead and take 10 and I get a 20. You follow along behind the uh, High Strategos as he chatting with some people. Uh, for the most part, they're not very interesting individuals. And he seems to be kind of done with this, but this also, you're getting the feeling that the High Strategos is here because of the evening's importance and it's probably required of him, not out of any actual desire to be here. Makes sense. That being said, you keep an eye on him, you follow him around, you stay unobtrusive. Again, you're not like literally hiding, but you're more just, uh, I'm being a bit of a wallflower. As such, you hear him carrying on a, uh, a number of conversations before eventually you see uh, Duke Panavar make his way over. Um, he actually, the Panavar Luthid steps over and pauses for a moment as he makes his way by you, glances down towards you, Felix. Lady Zespire, I believe. Indeed I am. You may not remember me. I'm Duke Panavar Lothied the Sixth. I do remember. I did spend a wonderful summer at uh, the palace with, uh, well, everyone there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my brother hosted you there before his uh, unfortunate passing. Yes. My condolences. Thank you. That's very kind of you. I'm surprised to see you here this evening. Well, I 
I'm trying to see if I can't to do my best for my prefecture, and it seems like my influence and where I'm at is not doing enough, so I'm here to expand my horizons and get some things done. It's true. Tandak does often suffer terribly. I'm sorry that you've had to struggle through so much, and correct me if I'm wrong, you're um, a husband. He's part of the Bose Bailey family, was he not? Yes, my husband is. Well, was. Say no more. I do not mean to bring up a difficult subject. But it is nice to see you here this evening. I've often said that uh, the somewhat brash and more straightforward nature of uh, Count Zespire does not necessarily speak the nature of the rest of his family. We all have our different ways of getting things done. <laughs> and that works for my uncle, but not always for me. I see. Well, I did not mean to take up much of your time. I actually just needed to speak to the High Strategos. But I'm glad that I ran into you here this evening. We should catch up sometime. I must admit, uh, I am quite the uh, connoisseur, and uh, your family's wines are the absolute best. So I would love an opportunity to tour one of your vineyards. Oh, you would be more than welcome. I have been working on some... Uh, let us simply say, magical solutions to some of the difficulties facing our farmers, and it may be something of interest to speak with you. Hmm, that sounds very intriguing. Uh, you may make a uh, knowledge uh, nobility if you so wish. Yeah, something interesting going on with this guy. Because yeah, I remember him weird. being like the magic guy who told us weird stories. All right, let's take a roll on this, see what I get. Ooh, I rolled a 15 for a 22. Nice. So with the 22, uh, again, you do recognize the man as uh, Duke Panavar Lothied VI, who is, again, uh, Martella Lothied, your uh, your childhood's friend's uh, uncle. Yep. You are also aware that he is one of the uh, single most powerful wizards in all of Taldor. Yep. <laughs> uh, in particular, he is, uh, technically, he is second in command of the Imperial Arcanist Guild. Wow. Oh. I use the word technically because uh, a lot of people very strongly view him as the power behind the actual leader of the guild, uh, which is actually appointed by the guild as a whole. It's not an inherited title or anything like that, but it mm -hmm. seems that he has passed up the uh, position for leader of the guild on numerous occasions. Uh, most hmm. people assume just because organizing the guild on a macro level would be very time-consuming and take away from his own personal pursuits, which mostly seem to be around the rumor surrounding and your previous knowledge of it, conjuration magic. Mm -hmm. Many believe that he is responsible, or at the very least has been attempting to do various things to improve Taldor as a whole, including like magically conjuring defenses, defensive fortifications along the southern border, uh, or dealing with uh, the lack of crop rotations in central Taldor, leading mm -hmm. to all the nutrients being drained out of the, uh, the soil. Okay, so he's That's a cool how you guy. Get a dust bowl. He's into regenerative farming. Okay. Yeah. Right, which is Except for in his case, his idea of regenerative Magic. farming is summoning earth elementals to till to the go till ground. It. Yeah. And fix you know, as, as you do. Like you do. Hmm. The man bows politely to you, steps away, only goes a short distance off, and you have enough time to go over and retrieve a glass of wine before you see him step up alongside the high strategos. Position yourself close enough that you can overhear their conversation with the very least snippets. I believe everything is in order for the Grand Prince's arrival. The High Strategos nods. You can see in there that there's a certain amount of, um, for lack of a better term, excitement that you can see with the High Strategos. I imagine that the Grand Prince will be in a fine mood this evening. He seemed to be eager for 
for this chance to speak with his daughter again. Duke Panavar nods, sips his wine. I would imagine that means that this evening, the concerns over secession will be finally laid to rest. The High Strategos sips down the rest of his wine. Duke Panavar inclines his head and excuses himself as he turns to leave. For a brief moment, the High Strategos allows himself a bit of a smile and a soft chuckle as he sets his wine glass down and begins to make his way across the Arcade of Triumphs. What is this mean? Huh. Uh, mm, is he okay. doing a coup? Maybe the, they're going to kill him and then it'll have to go to him. They're hoping Primogenture doesn't pass and they and if they kill the Grand Prince, then who takes I don't the throne? No, if they're going to they kill, kill the him. Grand Prince because the Grand Prince wanted Eutropia to marry the High Stratigos. Yeah. Yeah, but that didn't work mm. out. Yeah, so I wonder if he's just gonna when it doesn't when they think it's not gonna pass, he's just if the Grand Prince is just gonna name the High Stratigos as the heir. Oh, Ooh. maybe. Interesting. You have, however, succeeded on your spy hey. mission. Nice. Hey. Actually, gaining two successes with uh Ooh. with your role. Oh, and, nice. And uh, having completed your mission, as you have garnered yeah. as much information as you can pertaining towards the High Stratigos and his plans. And we learned cool. about well done. And you learned yeah. a bit about uh, Duke Lothied. All right. So what's next for Felix? I think we need to start figuring out who our dissenters are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so elsewhere, uh, Verity, I believe you're uh, influencing the Senate Courtyard. So we'll yep, go ahead and I'm take care of that Trant. one first. And keeping an eye on uh, Dame Trant. So uh, sure yeah, go ahead and make me a... Yeah, what are the checks for this? So your options for influencing the Senate Courtyard are Handle Animal... Hmm. Knowledge, engineering, local, or nature, or perform keyboard, percussion, sing, string, or wind. Hmm. Really? The courtyard's interesting That's where singing? the singing happens, outside. <laughs> That's the only place quiet enough for you to actually listen to the performers. Oh, fair. So I was like, God, I should knowledge. be in the courtyard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Let me use my perform check. And I'm going to minus two because I'm watching this lady. Yep. All right, here we go. Ugh. I rolled a 7 for a 12, so technically I hit the DC on the head. Yes, but unfortunately yeah. you only actually gain points equal to what you exceed the DC by. Ah, eh, well. oh. yep. oh, bummer. Yep, so so you get unfortunately, yeah. Well, that's just sad. Uh, in the meantime, uh, Oliver, you'll need to uh, make me either an escape artist or a combat maneuver bonus uh, with a minus two. With a minus because, two. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can we have a classic like, comedy? Oh, well, there you go! Yes! <laughs> so... That is a combat maneuver bonus. That is a perfect 20. Yeah. Minus two, but I still get a 21 total. Killing it. Very well. Oliver stands up straight in that military uniform and just walks. <laughs> <Yeah. children laughs> and then I just, like, nope, nobody better mess with me now. Yeah. <laughs> You're all adults here. I don't mind getting in your way. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oliver slips out of the uh, the Senate gallery. He starts to make his way down the stairs. It's again there. There are people like going up both sides of the stairs instead of actually like a proper regimented. You know, Oliver's just like, "Excuse me, is this Taldor? Don't we queue here?" Uh, <laughs> and then like subsequently divides into the proper lanes, marches his way down there, steps out into the Senate courtyard. I suppose uh, makes his way over to uh, Lady Gloriana. Uh, again, Lady Merula is a uh, a tall woman. Taller than many of her other noble peers uh, surrounding her, sporting the finest of Absalom's fashion, which is rather, rather avant-garde as far as uh, Taldor is concerned. So, so much more form-hugging uh, straight skirt, not the big poofy skirts that you see commonly amongst the uh, the noble mm. women of the uh, the Taldane Senate. Mm. 
Her attire is far less ostentatious than that of the other present nobles, but she makes up for it with a certain degree of grace of movement mm. that makes her seem like she's always one step away from dancing. Hmm. Hmm. Perhaps a fencer or something. Who knows? Or maybe a dancer. Perhaps. Maybe a dancer. Well, I mean, she is a uh, famous across the entire inner sea um, for her singing voice. Hmm. Oh. But Lady Marilla is uh, carrying on a polite conversation oh, so a again with the uh, the dark-haired Marquess on the other side of the pool, the uh, large central fountain. Lady Marilla glances over towards you, uh, Oliver, as you approach, inclines her head. Count Darahan. Seems that no introductions are necessary, Lady Marilla. You're here on behalf of Lady Lothita, I imagine. Correct in one, yes. I, in fact, have uh, something of interest for you. I see I assume that you offer the the rolled mm-hmm. up paper over to her. She takes this, opens it. Hmm. She nods to her companion, uh, takes your arm and kind of leads you a little bit off towards the side, as if the two of you are just observing some of the very exotic flowers that are kept in the Senate courtyard. Hmm. Why are you here this evening, Lord Darhan? Oliver does his best not to immediately glance back over his shoulder. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I glance at Princess Eutropia. <laughs> I, it's going to sound extremely silly, but um, I made an oath to a friend a long time ago, and it turns out that she's in need of my help, so I'm here. Silly? No. (laughs) Rare. A noble with principles. (laughs) Perhaps something like that. I'm here for a simple reason. Hmm. To discover the enemies of my longtime friend and ally, and to ensure that they fell. Is your friend our friend? Yes. Are we friends with? The, are we friends by proxy? Does your friend start with an E? <laughs> then I think we could consider ourselves friends as well. One should hope so. She just smiles. I like her a lot. Takes a moment, retrieves a a pen jots down something on the note that you gave her, ties it back with the ribbon, hands it back over. If you can return that to Lady Martella when you have the opportunity. Absolutely. She places a hand over yours as you take the note. Nobility united for common cause. For Taldor. For Taldor. (laughs) (laughs) You get the odd impression for a moment Again, especially being in the military as you are, you get the odd impression for a moment that what she said was a an attempt at a call and response. Mm. Ah, you don't think you got the yeah. response, but she simply no. nods politely and turns and allows you to leave. I'm afraid that I'm probably not in that sort of circle, whatever it is. You're not in is. the lion. No, we're, be, we're or... being tested right now. We're not mm-hmm. like in the inner circle. We're, you know, applicants. Well, there's a spy group in Taldor. That yeah, the lion lion's place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Potentially. We are, we are not in that, if that's what that was a reference to. I don't know. Maybe. We don't know. It's hard to know. <laughs> yeah. Oliver smiles, though, as she leaves and gets on his way. Very well. Make another roll. <laughs> way through the children. <laughs> not again. No. Why do they keep bringing all these children? Stop bringing children. Uh, and you know what? Just because uh, I feel a little generous here. Okay. I will allow you to make a free knowledge, local, or sense motive. Uh, knowledge local it is. Delightful. Ah, oh. No, not well. That was a two oh. for a seven. Bummer. Bummer. So, yeah. Oliver, you turn, you make your way. Elsewhere, uh, up in the uh, Senate gallery, I believe uh, Cordelius Get is still Cornelius. chatting it up with uh, Countess Arabelle Pace. 
internally, he's dying inside. <laughs> he de- he's not a social creature in the first place, and he's like, this woman does not want to talk about herself, and it's very frustrating. <laughs> this is the most insipid sort of person you can possibly meet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's the kind of person that, like, the perfect chameleon politician type person who never wants to offend anybody and thus has no, like, strong opinions, but really does have a strong opinion back behind that all. Ugh. Aaron Burr, sir. Yeah. I will uh, <laughs> go ahead and make another appraise check. Okay. Barely Sticking feel like role playing it. Yep. All stick, right. Well, stick with the praise because my uh, it's three higher than my uh, diplomacy. So very well. Uh, actually, in? can I take ten on these rolls? Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from taking ten. My luck sucks, so I will take ten for an eighteen and just go for the sure thing. Okay, uh, that is a success. That does not net you two successes, but that sure. is a success. Uh, and unfortunately, in her case, uh, two successes has not been enough to. Get her You're to open have to up keep to you talking to you. <laughs> How did Cornelius volu- volunteer himself gotta, for such droll like, work? You gotta <laughs> drop something that's uh, that's bait worthy for her. She's all about gossip and connections. No, you just have to bide your time until she says the until truth. Until she slips up, right? Because she's gonna say all the different things, and eventually she'll slip up, and you can figure something out. Yeah, that's the hope. Oof. Taking us from there, we go over to feel. Or sorry, we go over to Gwen. In the Imperial Archives. Yes, but Gwen would go and introduce herself to Duke Sentimus. Um, probably trying to, you know, bring the conversation to, like, crafting. The Kastners are known for that, you know. And I heard you made your own chair, and that's very interesting. And just chit-chat. Yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, the uh, the crafting side is not a skill that you can use to influence them, but you can bluff diplomacy, or but again, you can kind of chat a bit about yeah, the... Yeah, uh, it's one of those, that's how we start the conversation, and then yeah. I will make a diplomacy check. Launch into a little bit about his uh, enhancements that he's made to uh, his own. All right, dice. I roll that's an eight bad. for a 16. A 16 is a success. Nice. Hey. Hey, there we go. Uh, you're starting to make some headway. Uh, unfortunately, again, you do need more than the one success to uh, to influence the Duke Sentimus. Again, Countess Pace, it is difficult to see where she stands because she agrees with whatever you're saying. Duke Sentimus kind of believes in not revealing his hand until the actual moment. Mm. Uh, and again, your job here is not only to find out where they stand, but also the motivation. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But you are making headway um, as we yep. go from there. And I uh, believe that brings us to the 745. Tick, tick, ticking away. Uh, people are starting to get excited now as it's getting closer to uh, Grand Prince Davian's arrival. At mm-hmm. nine, right? Well, no, the Grand Prince is expected to arrive at 830. Uh, mm-hmm. 830. So a lot of people are starting to meander their way uh, forward towards like out of the Imperial Archives and uh, out of the Senate floor down towards the courtyard because obviously when he comes in he'll come in through the arcade of triumphs the courtyard and then probably just go straight to the emperor's hall uh, mm. which none of you are allowed access to uh, as it's guarded by all of the uh Ulfen guard because guard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again the uh, grand prince is not allowed to go anywhere where he cannot be seen by at least 20 members of the Ulfen guard <laughs> that would be so annoying <laughs> yes which means <laughs> they bath. watch him sleep they watch him eat they watch him oh, yeah. go to the bathroom it is that so weird much. thing of uh, they do literally watch him sleep um yep. so like if he's sleeping in his room there's just like some people standing by the door <laughs> but i guess if you've people. grown up with that your entire life you're probably yeah used i guess so yeah, yeah i guess it's just weird all right so uh i guess a quick round table uh verity oh uh one last thing uh dame trant has made her way into the um senate building uh and has made her way up to the uh, second floor to the senate gallery 
I'm going to the gallery. <laughs> where she's going to bully all the children. Oh, oh my no. god, probably. No, don't No, but I imagine children. she's going to f*** with do. So, oh, yeah, yeah, but we got that letter delivered to him and he did not seem... Yeah, is but he more scared of her? Or is he more scared of Zestfire? That we don't know. So anyway, I'm going to walk in here and I guess I'm just going to... Who can I influence in here? Up in the Senate gallery. You can, of course, attempt to influence the Senate gallery itself, uh, but you've only have four influence points so far. You could also speak with uh, Lady Zariah Clement, uh, Marquess uh, Tanasha Starborn. Uh, First who's the Marquess Nomish Tanasha Starborn. She's rad. There's also uh, Wasilka the Fantabulous. If I you don't want like to clowns. go and uh, <laughs> talk to the clown. <laughs> the clowns are creepy. They're too silly for Verity. Verity doesn't have time for that sort of thing. <laughs> I'll keep an eye on Trant and I'll talk to Starborn. She seems neat. Cornelius, are you continuing your conversation with the Countess Pace? Under protest, but yes. Under protest. <laughs> your protest is recognized. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near that because that doesn't seem fun at all. Oh, yeah. No, no, this is a hot garbage fire. And like, if you did make eye contact with uh, Cornelius, he would be like, help me. I ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Heather, what is Gwen up to? Uh, keeping talking with my new friend Leonard here. All right. Well, Rachel, you finished uh, spying on the high strategos. You could just carry on a conversation with them if you wanted to, but you're done. I don't want to just keep chatting with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've already kind of like broken off from him, so I think I should probably go away. But everybody else, I, I am gonna go to the servants' area, especially since the Zespires are kind of known for being good with the common folk. So uh, mm-hmm. I am going to head to the servants' area. Yes, we'll get to know what's going on there. That. Mm. Okay, so Felix is making her way uh, to go uh, back to the uh, the servants' area. You did yep. meet a servant with the incense, so maybe you're just checking in. That's true. I did, yeah. And Ross, what is Oliver up to? Uh, I could deliver a letter to Martella, or, I mean, we still need somebody to find other opponents of repealing primogeniture. Mm. I'm kind of hoping we'll figure out if it's Sensimus or Pace, and then we can create a scandal around one of them. Also, there's that Georgie guy. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, Talbot. I mean, I think um, the downside is I'm not going to be one that can really identify folks. I'm not very good at that. Yeah, I mean, I can just, I can try to influence the courtyard for now. I mean, I don't think we need to deliver the letter immediately. So, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, again, as far as you know, even if she wants it delivered before Stavian's arrival, you still have three rounds before Stavian gets there. Yeah. Yeah. So, sure. For now, I'm going to go and try to influence the courtyard. Let's try it. Okay. There are no uh, PCs out in the uh, the Arcade of Triumphs, so uh, out in the center, Senate Courtyard. Uh, Oliver, you can attempt a Handle Animal Knowledge Engineering Local Nature, Perform uh, Keyboard Percussion Sing, String, or Win. I mean, technically I could use Knowledge Local, yes. and I'm better at it. <laughs> uh, it's not too bad. I rolled a 5 for a 14 total. All right. Well, that grants you uh, two points. Yeah, it does better exceed than the DC by two. I'm wondering if Jessica hit on something with the uh, taking 10 on things. Mm, maybe. <laughs> yeah. It Not uh, the worst our thing, our dice luck is real bad in this AP so far. Um, <laughs> and I, and been, who knew that? It's been kind of going up and down, that's for sure. It's definitely all over Jordan, the place. Jordan, the server's at your house. Like, wave Mr. Winston around. Oh, that's <laughs> <a good> idea. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Bless the server rack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that takes that. us up to the Senate gallery where uh, Cornelius and uh, Verity are back together again um, on separate sides of the Senate gallery. Uh, Cornelius, <laughs> if you want to go ahead and make me the uh, the roll for Countess Pace. Okay. Um, or take 10. I'm going to take 10 and just get an 18. Okay. I'm hoping three is the magic number and also that I can finally be free of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> 
So you carry on a conversation for a while. Again, you've been talking with her for like 45 minutes now. Yep. About jewelry and all the rest of this stuff. And then eventually you're kind of getting into like finances and money. Eventually, all my favorite you know, topics. Yeah. You know, she's looking down over the uh, the side of the railing down towards the, the Senate floor below. Um, you kind of turn the conversation, sort of veer the conversation back in the direction of Primogenture. Yeah. If I can be honest with you. Oh, of course. Mm, rumor is that it isn't going to matter whether or not Primogenture is overturned. Well, why not? It has long been a goal of the princess. And while I do support the idea, of course, the Grand Prince is never going to permit Princess Eutropia to take the throne. If it passes, he'll be legally obliged to recognize it. And then he just needs to find someone, at least a day her senior, and then adopt them. Oh, right. And then she will never be Grand Princess. Uh, As well. such, I don't see a reason to tie myself to what will inevitably just further uh, damage my own political goals with mm. whatever man steps up to become the next Grand Prince. Hmm. He thinks he's getting adopted. That's what they're doing. That's, he's what, gonna, he, that's uh, what they think is going to happen, yeah. He's going to adopt the freaking Grand Strategos, who I think... The High the Grand Strategos? Yeah, the High Strategos. You know, the assassins could kill the Grand Strategos, or the High Strategos. <laughs> the High Strategos? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. And F up the whole plan? I don't know. Yes. So, yes, if I were to... If I were to offer any suggestions, I honestly think that we shouldn't bother with repealing Primogenture at all. Why upset the Grand Prince for what will amount to a useless gesture? Hmm. Well... I have to applaud you on your political savvy. Something I'm not gifted with myself, but it does quite sound like you won't be voting for it then. Not that it oh, would really no. matter. If I were going to make any assumptions, I would assume that the High Strategos will most likely be adopted by the Grand Prince, and as such, I would much rather be on his side than in his path, if you understand. Ah, well, I did find uh, a chance to meet the High Strategos, when I was a child, and he did leave me with quite a favorable opinion of him, though I've not kept up with him since. He is an impressive man, and if I may offer some insight, I know you said that you're not exactly uh, <laughs> good with the politics, but if you're looking for a good investment, weapons. <gasps> Start arranging trade caravans now between Taldor and the Five Kings Mountains, because once the High Strategos is in command of Taldor, we're going to be buying a lot of Dwarven Forge steel. Oh god, this is so bad. Uh, so might as well profit off of it. Well, I mean, fair. That, those... We are making a scandal around this. <laughs> yeah, we don't totally. like her. Totally. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> uh, she's not prominent, though, I don't think, really. Would it be too crazy to make a scandal around the Stratigos? <laughs> He's not a noble. <laughs> He's not a noble. He's about to be the dang Grand Prince. Well, I was going to uh, say, the, the high Stratigos is a count, I believe. Yeah, but, but doesn't it have to be about a senator that's going to oppose Yes, it needs to be about a senator. Oh, Everyone yeah, already mission, knows yeah. that, <laughs> yeah, the mission. Uh, so I <laughs> just suppose Cornelius, like, takes Drips this away. in and tries to put forth that same kind of, like, um wishy-washy thing of, oh, that's very interesting. You know, those weapons need to be made magical and my, you know, my family might take on some of those contracts, blah, blah, blah. And then excuse himself and run right over to Martella and be like, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> 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 I've got some news. <laughs> so, 
in addition, uh, first Certainly off, you have successfully <laughs> completed the uh, speaking with Countess Arabelle Pace and discovering her position and motivation. She is the worst. Uh, but she's in not addition wrong. to that, during your conversation with her, you have learned rumors pertaining towards uh, other members of the Taldane Senate. Hmm. This means, uh, first off, you may gain, you gain a plus two circumstance bonus on skill checks to influence Baron O'Kara and <laughs> uh, Lady Gloriana Marilla, as you've learned rumors oh. about them. Okay. <laughs> well, all right, cool. In addition to this, you may select any one individual in the Senate and learn their weakness. Trant. Ooh. Oh, wait, no, she's not in the Senate. Uh, no, Sentimus. Oh, good. Sentimus? Yeah, yeah, Sentimus is the yeah. last senator. Uh, and that'll help senator, Heather. Yeah. Which will help Heather, but also mm-hmm. he's the last one on our list of yeah. uh, discovering their positions and motivations. So, hey. Smart. I God, I don't like this woman. I hope she counts as Dude, influential enough to make terrible. a scandal about her. Mm. She reeks of that, like, political capitalist, like, oh, it doesn't matter what happens because I'm going to make money regardless. I don't like her, but we learn yeah, from her. And also, I don't it. know if taking her down would matter. That's one of our missions is to make, create a scandal about someone who's promote who's a prominent prom- senator. Yeah, she is a prominent senator, but she's not backing Primogenitor necessarily. She's just kind of. But she's going to vote against it. So Martella again still thinks that you guys have the votes for Primogenitor to pass. Uh, her reasoning behind the um, scandal isn't to change their viewpoint; it's to punish them. And make certain that yes. other people know that this will come out and they will be punished if they attempt to undermine Utropia. I'm going to betray her trust so hard. I mean, <laughs> I'd rather take down Georgie. That guy sucked. We don't know Tom his stuff, stuff yeah. though. Yeah, we don't know we anything don't know yet, about but he did him. Like we he got sucked. time. Let's, and let's get already, more info. It's yeah, but we don't have that long. And if we if it takes us rounds and rounds to figure out his stuff when we already know hers. Uh, as far as uh, Duke Sentimus is concerned, you are aware that. Um, as uh, Arabella informs you, Leonard sees his uh, paraplegia as another challenge to overcome and does actually appreciate it quite a bit when others notice uh, the adjustments and personal improvements that he has made to his chair uh, and does dis- enjoy discussing ideas for future revisions, uh, particularly okay. if someone can provide them. Interesting. He appreciates others who try to see things from his perspective. And uh, while he welcomes people who take his unique situation into consideration, uh, he's equally weary of others who see that condition as the sum total of his life experience and hates discussing the accident that led to his paraplegia. Mm. 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 Uh, So in essence, uh, you were already, unbeknownst to Heather, she was already getting a bonus because she mentioned that when she went over there to talk to him that she wanted to talk about the chair. Uh, However, instead of the uh, plus two bonus you're getting, uh, now that you share that with, or assuming that you share that with... uh, I absolutely Gwen. do. Yeah, Gwen now gets a plus four bonus. Yay. Nice. Nice. Sweet. So in the meantime, uh, Verity, I suppose you make your way over to uh, the young gnomish woman. Marques Tanasha Starborn is a uh, gnome woman just around three feet in height uh, with brilliantly rainbow-colored hair, starting at orange and then going back through the entire spectrum to the mm-hmm. point that it turns orange, yellow, green, blue, and then violet by the time that it reaches the end of her hair. Cool. Her eyes are extremely dark, reminding you almost like pools of dark water. Uh, and she wears very bright and vibrant uh, clothing in a style of the Taldane nobility. Sure. Somebody made the nobility check for the Senate gallery. I can't remember who, because you guys identified these the people up here. Yeah, before, we identified these people. With the exception yeah, of uh, Wasilka the Fantabulous, because no one had knowledge local that came up here. Yeah. But you are aware that Marques Starborn is... Uh, in a very interesting position as far as the Senate is concerned. 
in that the both the title of Marquess of the city of Wispill, as well as the position of senator, is not hereditary. Mm. Uh, instead, the gnomes of Wispill, which is at the heart of the Berduin forest, elect one of their own to take up the position. Usually once the incumbent senator can't stand the drudgery any longer and it threatens to bleach them. I was going to say, I mean, that's, that's one way to shorten your lifespan as a gnome is to go into politics. Yeah. Well, she certainly outranks me anyway. But she continues to watch. Uh, she's in the process of right now of actually just chatting with some of the children nearby and then watching all of the uh, festivities going on off towards the side. I'll just mosey on over. Uh, she's in the process of impressing some of the uh, children as you're going to guess that she has special dis- dispensation. Uh, with some magical tricks, basic magic spells, mm. since you're going to guess as a senator, she's allowed to actually use her spells on the Senate floor. Mm. Yeah. For entertainment purposes only. Lady Starborn gives you a smile as you make your way over. You're a new face. I am. I'm Verity, Corsi- or Verity of House Corsina. Um, I'm assuming uh, that you are Senator Starborn? She hops up to her feet. Her face immediately goes into like this... Uh, almost comic parody of a, uh, a pensive mask. <laughs> yes, I am Marquess Tenacious Starborn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she no smiles. need for this formality unless you enjoy it. Absolutely not. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Welcome to the Taldane Senate. It's crowded. A big building. Yeah. So how are you enjoying the night? The clown's great. She points over <laughs> towards the, uh, the clown doing the acrobatics. He's like, I don't agree with that, but okay. I'm terrified of clowns. <laughs> Oliver starts putting on clown makeup for the next time that he sees it. Well, you know, there's more than one way to have a clown at the Senate, I suppose. Mm, that's true. I've seen quite a few of them. Mm. I've been here for two decades. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Sounds that's like a The rigmarole, senatorial duties. <sighs> Saw white hair this morning. Are you enjoying mm. it? Um, no. Mm. But I'm good at it. Have you ever done that before? Yes. You get a job, you're really, really good at doing that job, but you don't actually like doing that job. There's something about <laughs> being really good at something that's satisfying, though. For a bit. Fair. I haven't done anything like that for two decades that I didn't also enjoy doing. Hmm. I like to go back home. Hmm. Have you ever been to Whispell? I don't think I have. I've been to the forest. I've spent time with House Falswar, but I've never had the chance. Hmm. I spend most of my time back there, if I'm being perfectly honest. Mm. I only really come here for the big things. I always find myself summoned back to Opara for one reason or another every mm. couple of weeks. And I don't want to be viewed as avoiding my job or being rude. Sure. But can I let you in on a secret? Always. Come down here. She gestures right. you to lean down. I crouch down. <laughs> These people are so boring. Oh, they're dreadfully boring sweet Desna if I can't get out of here sometimes (laughs) well if you ever want to make a stop at my place I'm just outside of Casimir be happy to it could be fun I like to travel quite a bit travel truly is the best thing I think and while I do always come back here for these things I'll admit it's a little frustrating being one of 222 votes hmm most of these things seem actually decided before we even show up, which is actually what makes tonight kind of interesting. Oh, yes, because of uh, the uh, potentially disruptive vote that's happening later? Yep. It does seem that there are many who are undecided. Which I can't possibly understand. Mm. And believe me, I'm a gnome. 
but making up my mind was pretty easy on this. I want to think that we're aligned in taking a new path forward. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Everyone here knows I've, uh, I've stated my intention often and loudly about supporting <laughs> the end of uh, agnetic primogeniture, the beginning of cognatic primogeniture, and the eventual enthronement of uh, Princess Eutropia. Great. Then we're definitely friends. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and as an added bonus... The yelling matches and huge discomforting silences <laughs> with all the old guard senators as the added benefit of making my life way more interesting. <laughs> that does sound She's truly delightful. The pot. I like that. Because otherwise, her. everything here is just pure mundanity. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like I'm the kobold at the end of the line, just holding off for the bear so all the other kobolds can get away. Mm. I'm the one taking this stab in the chest of banality so that all of my friends back home don't have to come to this building. Could they add some color? Jeez. Well, there is that tapestry maker that they're uplifting today. He might bring oh, some color. If you but... haven't met him, the man is amazing. Okay, I haven't. I haven't yet. He is the sweetest little dumpling. <laughs> he did seem like a sweet little dumpling. It's true. Probably too sweet for this place. If you would like, Verity, you may make a check to influence. Um, yeah, the... just going to diplomacy because I don't really know anything about this lady. Yeah, you have no idea what skills might work, so. Other than she seems fun as and I hope she comes and hangs out at my house. I'm just going to, I'm not going to take 10. I'm just going to roll. You know what? I'm just going to roll. I, I'm going to roll a 10 anyway. 10 for a 16. A 16 is a success, uh, hey. meaning that you have successfully influenced. Oh, minus two because 14 because I'm watching Trant. Sorry, I forgot about the minus two. Ah, okay. Uh, unfortunately, a 14 is not a success. Ah, dang it. Oh, Whatever, we're still having a great 15. time. You're still having a pretty good time. So you're over here just chatting with her, talking about things. Um, I'm a little stiff and formal and I can't help it. And again, she's very much into this, like, I need to get out of this. <laughs> I need to get out of this bleaching trial. And I'm like, I actually want place. in, but it's fine. Like, <laughs> what is, and Verity would love to be a senator, but this is okay. This is fine. So from the Senate gallery, we cut over to the uh, Imperial Archive, where uh, Gwen, uh, I suppose Gwen's having to talk with Duke Sentimus, probably gets up, goes and gets some wine or such. You know, Cornelius quickly oh, rushes gets... down and provides some information before running away again. I'm good at the things. All right, so I get a plus four to this roll. Uh, it is a plus four if you're wishing to make another roll to uh, influence the Duke Sentimus. All righty. Bluff, diplomacy, or knowledge geography? I'm doing uh, diplomacy with my plus four. Oh, oh my no. God. <laughs> Gosh, All right, darn. I'm going to take 10 next time, but I rolled a <laughs> 1 for a 13. Wow, dang. Uh, I'm really curious how many 1s have been rolled on these checks. It's a yeah. lot. This episode's been bad. At least three this episode. Too. Yeah. So, Ugh. But so, I guess yeah. we just chit-chat and, you know, it doesn't really go anywhere, but, you know, still a nice take 10 conversation. Take 10 next time for sure. I will. Well, I mean, you, honestly, you might have just, uh, for this for this 15 minutes, you, you took... Cordelius's advice, yeah. um, and then Duke Centipus is more than happy to spend the next fifteen minutes explaining all of the it. changes and new, you know, devices and such that he's making. Particularly for things like he's mechanized his chair in a way that allows him to head up the stairs because you sure mm. know the front of the Senate isn't wheelchair accessible. Oh, yeah. Nope, yep. it no. sure isn't. First thing on the docket once Eutropia takes over. Ramps. Mm. Put in a ramp. So uh, over and in the higher... servant area curators and librarians and a whole team of archaeologists to go under this building. And a <laughs> bunch of mages to help identify all the dangerous Get rid of the pirates stuff. and the canals. Yeah, get rid of the pirates yeah. and the canals. We're, we gotta start a whole Yarr. list. We got stuff to do. So, Felix, you make your way past the Senate floor, uh, heading over, instead of turning right, as you normally do, to head into the uh, Imperial Archives, you turn left, making your way over into the uh, 
the servant's area. Again, this area is, it's curious because this place is called the servant area, despite the fact that these are also the offices for senatorial aides. But the Taldane Senate <laughs> the just servants. refers to it as the servant area. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Uh, there is no actual official marker over here. As you make your way in, um, it's curious because it's quieter uh, due to the fact that there's not the musicians playing everywhere as there is everywhere yeah. else in the Senate right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's the constant hustle and bustle. This area, which houses the storerooms, workshops, kitchens, where a small army of servants hustle about maintaining uh, basically the opulence that the rest of the Senate lives in uh, that you've been enjoying this evening. There's large tables in the uh, the entry area here. That's a staging area that you have to kind of duck through a curtain. A few people glance over towards you, you know, curiously. There's a number of bows as you make your way in. You know, you probably politely uh, chat with a couple of people, but uh, there is that, why is she here sort of thing? But at the same time, you're a nobility and therefore they're not going to tell you you can't be here. Right. You can immediately tell that this area, though, was never intended for noble eyes. The place is of exceptional quality, although it is not nearly as opulent, is not nearly as beautifully bedecked. Um, there's not the massive blue and green tablecloths everywhere. It's simple wooden tables uh, for setting everything up. There's not the portraits that you've seen everywhere else in the building. Uh, with the sole exception of when you go through the entryway, there is a wall of nothing but small portraitures um, of the heads of the servants hmm. for the Taldane Senate, uh, dating back some thousand years. Cool. <laughs> Apparently, years and years and years of drudgery will get you a picture on the wall. Yay. Mm. <laughs> so you're planning on influencing the area, correct? Yes, that is my plan. Very well. Uh, so you may do so with craft, alchemy, carpentry, jewelry, or stonemasonry. Uh, hill, hmm. profession, okay. baker, butcher, or cook, or sense motive. Hey. We're going to go sense motive and okay. see what I can get. Are you going to roll or are you going to take 10? I'm going to roll. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Why did you take ten? What is going on? <laughs> Has your house been one. cursed? Seriously, <laughs> just Jordan. Is there a demon know. in the wow. server? Uh, a natural one for an eight will unfortunately not <laughs> oh, succeed. Man. Yeah, that like, is two back to back nat ones too. I'm scared. What I don't want to roll any more this episode, dude. I'm telling you, the taking ten seems to be the way around this curse. Wow, that is, that is at least at least the fourth nat one. Yeah, that's. I think it's mm-hmm. four. Yeah. God. We've been rolling a lot of dice, but dang. Again, Felix, you go back there. You you kind of chat up with the servants and all the rest of that. Again, it's not your incompetence that's causing this natural one. You think it's more just the fact that there is literally a countess back here asking for their opinion on the vote <laughs> that's going to be taking place tonight. And again, like while you while you're walking about around back here, you can tell that some of the servants are like kind of whispering and talking about how like this might shake things up and you know a lot yeah. of people like my father's former roommate's daughter's cousin worked for Utropia when she was uh, in Andorin and told me how amazing she is and so like if she comes in here maybe we'll finally get you know all the changes we've been asking for and better ventilation yeah, like the for the kitchen and all the rest of this stuff that She'd actually listen to us. But unfortunately, every time that you walk over, they're so uh, freaked out by Countess being back here. <laughs> I mean, it's understandable. I, I, I get it, but it sucks. <laughs> uh, you do actually notice. I'll go ahead and give this to you for free. Um, you don't know anything else about it, but you do actually notice that uh, uh, some of the servants are disappearing into, uh, for lack of a better term, secret doors. As Fancy. there appear to be uh, servants passages built into the outer walls of the senatorial floor. That's cool. 
You guess that's how they keep some suddenly appearing somewhere near you and providing <laughs> drinks mm. and things like that where you're elsewhere in the building. But mm. elsewhere, up in the Senate gallery. Uh-oh. Verity, you finish uh, your, your conversation with uh, oh, no. Senator Starboard. You glance around, noticing that uh, Cornelius isn't uh, up here as he quickly ran down to go and uh, go to the Imperial Archives. As you look over, you can see Malfane Trant making her way along in the upper gallery, strangely accompanied by three people that you can only describe as sycophants or flunkies. Again, all three of them have this look that despite the fact that you're fairly certain they're nobles, they have this certain pugnacious look to them. Oh, boy. Mm. We've got we've got the nobility gang running around here mm-hmm. doing some intimidations. As you're you're trying to like disengage yourself in this conversation with Starborn, you see that she makes her way over, just kind of hooks her arm in arm with Senator Dew. Oh quickly no! Quickly leads him off and out of the way. As uh, I imagine, you can of course uh, move in pursuit. Certainly. Doing so, you can see that she kind of leads him down. You you sort of fight your way through the the children and the crowds, trying to keep an eye on him, like pushing through the crowd following. Mm -hmm. As she makes her way down to the area surrounding the Senate floor, and then probably to some surprise, as you can tell that he seems to be just kind of nervously laughing. And, you know, you can hear a little bit of uh, not quite their conversation, but you can see that panicked look of I can't disengage myself without offending this this person. Mm. But I'm also really concerned, especially with the the other three sycophants following along in her wake as she pushes him through the curtain into the servants area. What? And beginning to pursue afterwards, you can see that she's leading him back to a uh, you're going to get some of the senatorial aid rooms. Yes, very quiet, very out of the way uh, portion of the Senate. Where nobody's going to hear this guy getting beat up as you begin to move to uh, pursue. I guess we'll pick it up here next time. Dang it! Oh, oh, goodness. My lord. Really? You're just going to take him and put him in a back room and yell just at him? Just punch him out. <laughs> hey, wow. we have that cricket. I need the cricket in our hand. I guess this is an absent <laughs> vote punch. <laughs> well, we may just need to put that cricket on the door and have and him go to him. <laughs> Hopefully not. So, uh... Yeah, it looks like we might be getting into a little bit of act, maybe even a little bit of combat. I guess we'll see what happens next time. Hopefully we can just scare them. Of course, before we go, I do want to take an opportunity to thank our patrons for your continued patronage and support. Yeah. You are the uh, the reason that we can continue going with this, uh, despite the the terrible, terrible dice rolls um, (laughs) that our our party's receiving. The show will go on thanks to our patrons because the dice luck would have killed us a long time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Again, uh, thank all of you for your continued uh, support and your patronage. Um, And if you are, of course, enjoying War for the Crown, uh, go and check out our other shows, uh, which includes our Find the Path Presents, which includes our uh, second edition playthrough of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path, as well as our Patreon, which uh, does have its own exclusive RSS feed, including... Some uh, wonderful stories um, on our share memory tier, which is our ten dollar tier. Yep, yep. And uh, stay tuned, of course, to this feed as you may be uh, very soon hearing a kind of sample, if you will, of what you would get at the ten dollar tier of the uh, the mm. share memories that we provide for uh, for all of our patrons of that tier and up. Uh, yeah. And as always, thank you for listening. Until next time. Oh, bye, Bevel. Bye, bye. Oh, Ooh, sneaky lady. She's doing it like a mafioso. You know, I know, if I had caught him, I would have been like, ah, let me extract you from this, good sir. <laughs> yeah, right? Jeez. Good times, though. You guys actually you guys made a ton of progress. We so. did make good, know, really good progress, well. yeah. Despite Seriously, absolutely garbage rolls. Bless the servers, Rick. We yeah. need cat 
all of the cat pictures.jpegs. <laughs> we can just drag around the foundry map. It's not like I haven't taken enough pictures of the cat. I literally have Ezio in my lap right now, and I wish he'd been here whenever I was making that roll. Oh. No, that would have gotten Ezio up, which would have Find the Path Ventures is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. War for the Crown is copyright 2018. War for the Crown and the Pathfinder Venture Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.